Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Chloe Freeman dreamed up for them a brand pioneering wellness in the queer community. They are ensuring the industry is more inclusive than ever, so please listen and be sure to share this important conversation with your friends and family. Hi everyone and welcome to Founded Beauty, a podcast dedicated to beauty entrepreneurs who built some of the biggest brands today and where we learn exactly how they did it. We'll cover some of the most intimate stories, their path to success and how they overcame the obstacles along the way. I'm Akash Mehta, CEO and co-founder of Fable and Maine, a modern hair wellness brand inspired by ancient Indian beauty secrets. Building Fable and Maine has been an incredible journey so far, and I decided to launch this podcast as a founder keen to learn and connect with fellow brand founders around the world. I believe in collaboration over competition, and so I'm using this platform as a way to inspire and hopefully help each other in what can be quite a tough and lonely journey. So if you're an entrepreneur or simply just curious how to build a brand, this podcast is perfect for you. So without further ado, it's a delight to introduce your guest for today, Chloe Freeman. Chloe is the founder of For Them, a brand filling the wellness gap in the industry. Born out of a personal need when Chloe couldn't find underwear that made them feel good, For Them provides members of the queer community with a range of products that make them feel authentically themselves in their own bodies. They have just launched an intimacy serum formulated with CBD, an ingredient known for its calming properties, alongside an online community where members can seek trusted advice about pressing health and wellness questions. Ultimately, what Chloe has created for a community is something that everyone deserves, and I'm so excited to sit down with them today to learn more about what's in store for them. So Chloe, thank you so much for being with me today. <laughs> thank you so much. It's a real pleasure. Um, so I ask all my guests the same question, and it's a tough one, but I'm going to ask you, who is Chloe in a nutshell? You know, I think I see myself as, as, as a bit of an amalgamation of all my experiences um, that I've had throughout my life, because I think that they are uh, very diverse experiences. Um, you know, I, I did math at university. I had a finance job at PwC. I decided I wanted to be an actor. I was in the startup world. Um, and, and I used to think of these things as very separate parts of my life that I would sort of close the book on and go to the next chapter. And I think who is Chloe now at this age is is someone that accepts all those parts, has, I think, been able to sort of grab hold of them um, and and turn them into the person that I am today and, and utilize them. And so I hope that I am the sort of multifaceted uh, 360 person um, uh, that, that is amalgamation of all those experiences. 
Oh, I love that. I, I think you really kind of, I would humbly say, I think we're very similar because I'm sure you had the same issue whenever you see um, occupation on a sheet. It's like, well, why limit it to just one box? And like, you know, there's so much more to you than, um, than what meets the eye. And I think that's the most beautiful thing about just being yourself and just exploring the world. I, I myself, and I'm an engineer, but I'm also a singer on the side. I'm also a beauty brand founder. Like, why not do it all? So I would love to know a bit about kind of your interest in math specifically. How come mathematics? Yes, gosh. Um, you know, truthfully, it was the thing I found easiest at school. I didn't find everything super easy, but it was just something that really made sense to me. I think it's something to do with my brain. I'm like, the answer is either right or wrong. I learned the theorems. I, I learned, you know, how to do the thing and then I can do it. And then the answer is there and I don't need to worry about it too much, right? There's no sort of, there's very little gray area in math. Um, yeah. Actually, that sort of changed when I got to university and we started these big proofs and these big theorems. theorems. And I was like, wait, this is not like, what I signed up for. Yeah. yeah, this is not math A-level. I feel you. I mean, literally, when I went to engineering, I was like, um, I was good at A-level. I was like, 100%. And now you're telling me to rejurgate, you know, like talk about this whole theorem. Exactly, mm. exactly. So, so, so that changed a little bit over time, but that was what, what I started with. I was like, great, I can go to university. It's going to be a great experience. And like, this is something that's going to be easy and I can be good at, you know? No, I feel you. Um, and, and actually it's, it's, you know, even though, we might not have continued that kind of career path it's so valuable these learnings especially something very analytical like math engineering physics etc it teaches you a lot um, especially mentally and uh, I'm sure it's been very useful in building a brand today but before we go into the brand I would love to know a bit about your acting career because I know it's a it's really exciting. I read you've, you've done some incredible stuff, which I want you to say, but I know you're one of the, the few gender diverse characters on TV with a big feature on the NBC's The Blacklist. And I want you to tell me more about it, how you got into it. Yeah, 100%. Um, as I said, I was in London, I was, I was doing finance work and, and um, I just had this, I don't know, epiphany, realization, I don't know what, breakdown, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know exactly what, what to describe it as. Um, but, but I went to an acting class in London, um, just for a bit of fun. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is like terrifying and amazing. <laughs> and I'm terrible at it, but it's really interesting and fun and, and, and hard. Um, and, and so I sort of got into it a little bit. And then a friend of mine told me that um, Stella Adler, which is a, an acting school here in New York, was auditioning people in London and that I should go. Um, and you had to do a Shakespeare piece, which was right up my street. I love Shakespeare, even just to read. Um, and so I was like, I think I could do this. I can understand Shakespeare. I'll give it a crack. Um, and so I went to the audition. I gave it a go. I'm pretty sure that I was awful looking back at it, um, but they saw some sort of raw talent in me, I guess, and, and gave me an opportunity to to move to New York and, and to study with them. Um, and and that was incredible. You know, I moved here. I sort of took the leap. Um, I studied, you know, for people that have not been to acting school, I think um, it's an incredible experience of just like self, you know, understanding, which, you know, and, and it feels like a very sort of, if you like privilege and self-indulgent thing to do and absolutely is, but you learn so much about yourself and what you're comfortable with and what you're not. And, um, and I gained a lot of confidence just in my own body and skin there. Um, with, with the caveat that yes, uh, being a gender diverse person, especially four years ago in the acting industry and in a very traditional school certainly had its challenges. Yeah, I can imagine. But, but, but did you feel, um, 
today, have you seen a huge shift, in the, especially in the last couple of years with the rise of social media? A lot, and I would say with that, the rise of education. People are just learning and um, you know, also being held accountable. Um, do you feel like now it's shifted or there's still a lot of work to do, especially in the acting industry as well? I think... I think it's, it's, it's correct to say that there's been a shift. I, I absolutely think so. To your point, you know, Gen Z, they're awesome. I'm not Gen Z, but they are awesome in terms of, you know, just absolutely, you know, just going out there with full confidence and being like, this is who I am, you know, uh, virtually and, and, and other, otherwise. Um, and, and I think that that's gripped into the, into the acting community. Absolutely. We, we have a far way to go in terms of representing diversity across the board and I include gender diverse folks. Um, but, but certainly we've made the first step and I can see that. I can see that as an actor. Um, I have a production company that was my first sort of business and, uh, and that was focused on underrepresented folks behind the camera. Um, because I think that this is a bit of an issue that we have that we're like quick, get all the diversity on the screen. That's great representation. That's awesome. And yes, absolutely. That is me as an actor. So I'm all for it. Um, but uh, I think that we, we we need to do a better job at like having it, you know, behind the camera, across the board, the writers, you know, the people that are creating these stories if we want them to be authentic um, and truly diverse and truly relatable for those folks that are being represented. We, we, we need to do a, a better job at, at, at including everybody. 100%. And I think, you know, it's, it's hopefully it's, it's something that we're going to see really fast acceleration in, and not just in acting in all industries. Uh, I can tell you when I worked at, you know, big corporate companies, hey, I, I was one of the first person of color, right? So that was my battle of just understanding that from a diversity perspective, there is so much room. And often I would always hear, oh, but, you know, we've got, one brown person on the table that's enough and it's like <laughs> right. you, you hear this that's enough and you're like what does that's enough even mean and you know it, it's I've been a I've been fighting a lot of just people to educate themselves and learn on these unfortunate opinions that they've just been so ingrained from a young age and they don't want to shift and change but they need to and it's been really hard sometimes there's, there's days where I, I want to fight the battle and on, on all topics you know whether it's gender diversity sexuality people of color you know everything and then the days where I'm like is it worth me spending hours to convince someone that's not going to change so I would love just to know um two things actually if you wouldn't mind just explaining a bit more to my listeners who are new to it a bit about the current you know situation and landscape that a lot of you know, non-binary and lgbtqia plus people are facing today it's a big question sorry but also um a little bit about how you have dealt with it and your journey so i'll leave it to you thank you yes um you know, I think it makes sense to start from a wellness perspective, just because that's what I've decided to tackle. Because as you, you know, to your point, this is a huge, <laughs> this is a huge question huge. on landscape. Um, yes. I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of hurdles for people of color, for, you know, gender diverse folks, um, for, for folks uh, that are LGBTQ. Um, but I suppose from my own experience, I started to realize that, um, you know, I just didn't see help out there, right? I didn't see products out there that spoke to me, that spoke to my identity. And and it sort of dawned on me that the wellness industry, and, you know, by definition, an industry that is trying or says that they're trying to help folks actively pursue daily health goals, right? That, that, that it's the active pursuit of being well every day, which is so interesting to me because I thought, but I don't feel like I am actively being helped, right? I'm, I'm sort of waking up every day, um, and 
trying to hack together my version of being well, right? Whether it's uh, with a binder that doesn't really fit me and that was our sort of first product um, or even, I don't know, uh, at what point, and this has changed now, but even my deodorant, right? I had like a, a male deodorant that was like red and blue and like really aggressive in its smell. <laughs> and, then, and then a female deodorant that's like super pink and flowery. And each day I'd be like, I'll just choose one, I guess, but none of them are like really suited to my, to what I would like. Um, that particular problem I believe has been solved now, but it's an example of like these, my, the, the minutia of these tiny little problems and issues that we have every day. And I think a lot of underrepresented people have these issues where, you know, they're not huge things, but there's a thousand of them in the day. So it creates this like real, it creates this real tiredness around. I just am trying to be my authentic self and, yep. you know, uh, the, the heteronormative, uh, cis folks that the wellness industry really targets because they are the majority right now. Um, I, by the way, I believe that's going to change fairly, fairly yeah. soon. But, um, you know, as, as someone that doesn't fit into those buckets, you know, I'm constantly looking for products that rely on my identity and my unique pursuit of wellness. And, and I truly believe that that pursuit, regardless of identity, is unique. And I think that's really what the industry is missing, that it, it, it is a unique pursuit. And so, you know, what does Akash need to, to, to feel well every day? What does Chloe need to feel well every day? And who is the source of truth? Who's the company that I feel safe with that provides the products that speak to me, you know? Um, and that's really the problem that we're trying to solve. And I, I love that you've created a brand that very open-ended, meaning there is so much growth of what products you can, can bring to the market and also based on the trends that will come in the future. But you spoke first. So the first issue which you faced and I think you you know you created a product for was the binder so can you tell us more about that yeah absolutely and, and to your point yes it's very open-ended investors do not love that <laughs> but I'm very bullish but, on it I'm super bullish on it because it, it, it it's full body you know and I don't just mean physical body I mean spiritual emotional you know uh, financial even what, what does my financial wellness look like and how does that make me feel um, and I just refuse to create a business that is not seeking that holistic, full body, full identity wellness. Um, and we can talk a bit about this, but we're, we're driven by what our customers tell us to build, right? We have a community and they tell us what, where they're really struggling and we build that. And so I was really eager to keep an open-ended mission where, you know, if someone needed something that was outside the realms of traditional wellness, right, that, that, the, the, that the industry defines it as, that we could uh, pursue that. Um, as a product or a service. Um, but yes, even a binder, I don't know that that would be, uh, I don't think that folks would would put a bra into the traditional category of wellness. But for me personally, you know, I, I'm non-binary. I wear a, tr- a chest binder. Um, the ones available, you know, there's a, there's a handful, which is shocking in itself, right? My, my beautiful cis uh, wife right, has... 900 bras right that she can choose from um yeah. every, <laughs> every what, color every yeah. pattern every, <laughs> exactly. every brand and it's like exactly why, why today is there only a handful exactly yeah. exactly so 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 wonderful for her and and that and that community but from my perspective i just thought you know there has to be a change here because i have two binders probably to choose from and they're ultimately pretty unsafe for me personally. They were really, really, you know, they, they restricted my breathing. 
Um, they were itchy. They didn't feel good against my skin. And so I'm in this position where I can wear my binder and feel, you know, less gender dysphoric as I'm walking through life or, you know, I can uh, and be really uncomfortable. Right. Or, or I could not wear it and not really feel authentically in my body. And and I had this sort of catch 22. Where I was like, this shouldn't be rocket science. Right. The, the technology is out there. I think we can build and, and, and create a binder that binds the chest. Um, but it's super safe and I can breathe in it and do all the things that I want to do as a person. Um, and so we, we started running down that road and had some amazing, some amazing designers, uh, utility designers that really, uh, looked into how we could create this product. Um, and it was a lot of trial and error. A lot of people from the community tried it for me and gave me really honest, um, feedback, uh, which was so incredibly valuable. And we were very thankful for, for those folks. Um, and we've ended up with a product that, you know, I wear every day. Um, we're getting amazing feedback from customers. And it, it's it's interesting to me that just one, you know, piece of underwear, if, if you want to call it that, can create this absolute movement of happiness and create, you know, the opportunity for someone to feel completely at home in their body that they didn't have before. Um yeah. And and that really propelled us into this idea of of authentic wellness and how we can help people pursue that. I love it, and it's so true. It is while it, even as you could perceive it as open ended, it is actually still also connected because this is the well being of someone, you know, and this is all these touch points do add on to the you know they all mix perfectly to make the individual feel themselves i think that's the most important um and you know to your investors you can say well look our binder is on a wait list so there is a demand and it makes sense and and i think would you say like in the market currently that the one the binders that are currently exist for non-binary is it i don't know I'm, I'm, i'm speculating is it because um they don't necessarily fit the demand well because they're not created by non-binary or, or even crowd sourced or, fund or ideated by people in the community or do you feel um, they are but there's just a lack of choice uh, like we'd love to know why you know the community has done their very best to provide a product that helps the community right I, and and I want to be clear about that because the binder companies that are out there are certainly certainly sacrificed right to create a product that is better than what we had before so before um a binder, there were ace bandages, right? Which were literally bandages that you would wrap around your chest. Um, super unsafe, super, super unsafe, even more so than the binder um, and, and not comfortable and all those things. And so we've iterated and created a product um, and the community has gathered together to do that. And there are amazing companies that are trying their best. I think that this is a bigger issue because these companies are inherently underfunded, right? Um, uh, and we know all the reasons that that might be, right? Um, uh, I think one of the most popular binder companies are, are roughly eight years old, I think. And so you can imagine the, the I, well, I, I don't know them, but I can only imagine the struggle of trying to raise money for such a business eight years ago, right? I had a struggle enough to do it now. Um, and so and so I'm very aware of that, 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 you know, I think we've been lucky enough to be able to raise money, to be funded enough, to be able to create a product that is really, really, really high quality. Um, and as well, so there's a bit of an underfunding issue, but I think the other issue is just general competition. When, 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 you know, when there's competition, products are pushed to their limits in terms of, uh, in terms of value, in terms of high quality, in terms of price, all of these things, which is the natural way the ecosystem works. And I think when you have an underserved community, it's often just not 
that 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 hype and that sort of flywheel, if you like, just isn't created. Um, and so I'm very open to the fact that, you know, we're sort of throwing a wrench in the <laughs> in the works here. And I hope, I really hope that this creates 10, 20, 30 other companies that focus on this customer and this problem, please like come to the table and let's do it because all that's going to happen is that the community is going to have more choice um, and, and, and better products to be able to make them feel at home, you know. When I read about the, the journey for them and realized how recently it was created, it really did bring me back to my time of creating Fable and Main. And, you know, I was the first Indian hair brand at Sephora. This was a year ago we launched in April. I tell you, I tell you now, there's about three or four Indian hair brands launching this next year, which is great. Um, so the, the, the speed of, I guess, once you have a leader or someone starting the journey, proving, unfortunately, we have to say this, but proving concept, proving sales, right? That's what investors want. That's what retailers want. It's just the world we live in. It does open up doors and hopefully really quickly. So I think um, I'm hoping that today we live in a, in a very fast paced world that I'm going to see a lot more brands just like for them. And the community is there. We know that, right? It's, it's the community is existing today. They're very underrepresented and underserved. But I think brands like for them is what we need. But I'm so happy it's open-ended because you need to, the narrative needs to, you know, whether it's a D2C, whether it's going into retailers, whether it's, you know, and I would love to know that on that angle, what is your dream for the brand? Is it to always serve direct to your consumer or to go via distributors and retailers? Yeah, that's a great question. I think for us, the 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 intimacy that we've built with our customer is just so paramount to this, um, not just for the success of the business, which I also strongly believe, but also for uh, for the success of the products that, that we make, right? That they actually create change for the customer. Um, and so a lot of our energy, honestly, other than creating our first two products was to speak really openly and honestly to our customer and create a space, you know, really safe space for them to be able to come and say like, hey, Chloe, like, you know, I I tried the binder and I didn't love it because of this, 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 and this. And then I can say, great, you know, let me ask, 100, 200 more of you. Let me send out 100 binders. Please wear it. Okay, great. It's not quite right. Let's go back to the beginning. Let's re- you know, let's iterate. Let's change this. Um, and I think that's really the key to our business, right? To be able to, for people to be able to speak honestly and directly to us, and then for us to be able to uh, supply that product to them. So I really see that, you know, I don't want to lose that trust and that intimacy. So where, where that can be layered into a retail experience Yes, absolutely. But I think my my focus right now is D2C because even for the binder, you know, there's some really intricate measuring that needs to be done for that, right? So right now we teach the customer to do that. We send measuring tape out, tailors tape out if they don't have it. And it's a really on-hand experience. So if we were to sell into a, into a retail store, I would need that to be the case, right? <laughs> um, which could be for some, right? But 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 there would need, there's an education piece, there's a, you know, um, there's, there's all sorts of nuances around this. So I would, I would want to make sure that that was really baked into the experience. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. 
So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast Fat Mascara here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I do really see it as an experiential uh, business where I think the most logical next steps would be also having your own maybe stores or pop-ups where you can, you know, uh, I think touch as many people in person. Uh, I, I do believe in this omnichannel approach, maybe a bit more post-COVID than pre-COVID because right now it's a bit tricky. Um, but D2C brands are, are the future. And I think the fact that you guys are putting your community first and that communication is very open, I think you have to own that relationship. It's very difficult via retailers. And I'm in many, and even our story is not really, you know, they give you one, one shelf strip with four words. And I'm like, I'm meant to put the whole of Ayurveda, 4,000-year-old science in three words, four words. Okay, it's going to be hard. <laughs> right. So, uh, and, yeah, you have to be careful sometimes. because You know, I'll say too, I mean, I don't, uh, and, and your listeners probably know this through you, I think D2C, though, is also hard, right? The, the competition is hard. fierce. Um, uh, you know, we're in a pretty lucky position that we are new businesses serving a relatively new market. And so that we have less competition than other folks out there. Um, but certainly, you know, D2C, it's hard. There's the there's the whole ad game, which I know that all companies are trying to play to their advantage. Um, you know, we're trying to fight for everybody's eyeballs and everybody's clicks and all these things. And, and that part of the business is important and needed. And it also makes me a little sad because it's like, uh, you know, I think that's why we we really base our whole company through this community. And it was so important day one. I was like, okay, we need a space where everyone can come and we can have a touch point with them and we can chat to them. Um, because ultimately, if we don't have to sell through these channels, you know, I will absolutely bake that into the price point of these things, right? And it's going to be helpful to the community over overall. Um, and so that's also my goal to try and make sure that we have you know, and, and we use the word community a lot these days, don't we? But have a real community where we can like touch each other and talk to each other and engage with each other. Um, and, and I think, you know, I think the customer will eventually benefit from that in a way that is really tangible. 100%. And, you know, speaking of D2C, I, I'm a sucker for looking at people's websites and you have the most beautiful Shopify site. Um, but I want to, you know, give kudos to the fact that a, it's very expensive to launch D2C. It's not easy. Um, obviously, there's a lot of hidden costs and people sometimes question pricing, etc. The fact that you've offered, I, I did some uh, tests and you guys have offered um, free shipping, you have free returns, you have eco um, kind of packages and green shipping as well. Like this is stuff that brands would take years to implement because they don't want to take that hit on their bottom line. And the fact that you've put that 
already in day one. So much respect for you. So much respect. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, 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 I'll take some credit for it, but I think also that's really in our, uh, in our investor pool, right? Because I was really clear with them up front that I was like, hey, if I want to provide these products, I want them to be 100% recycled because I want to not, you know, ish anymore on the environment <laughs> that everybody else yeah. is doing. Um, I, yeah. Right. And it's important to the customer. It's important to me. It's important to the business. Um, and, you know, I don't want to take advantage of our customers. The, the, the binder specifically, because it's such a nuanced product and because it's so to the core of, of our customers and myself, um, you know, I'll be very honest and open. We are not making money from the binder, right? Uh, and I say that, you know, the, the, and, and I'm fine with it. It's the truth, right? Um, That's amazing. Uh, it, because it's our first product. It's, it's something we're testing out. And so when the customers, you know, say, well, where have you got this price from? I can tell you exactly where I've got the price from, right? It's a very specific price. And it's because basically we're breaking even on each unit um, uh, as at now, right? And that might change over, over time as we scale. Um, but I want to be able to do that because I think, uh, the, especially when you have the privilege of having investment as a seed company, right? If you're having seed investment, I think that you have some some flexibility at this stage to be able to utilize capital in a way that proves out the business. And I do think that that can, um, you know, benefit the customer early on. Hundred percent. And I think also going to the ethos of why you created for them, it's okay making money is important but you're making change and that's what you're doing so the fact that you know the binder isn't necessarily profitable right now or you know it will be later as the brand grows and investment increases etc and demand increases but um i think it's important that you know that change is so important to you and i'm sure that you would agree right that's your main a hundred percent a hundred percent Absolutely. I, I, and, and to be honest, that's what gets me out of bed in the morning, right? <laughs> and yeah. talking to customers because I'm like this, if this is making a real positive change in someone's life, even 10 people, 20 people, whatever it is, it's just so it's worth, worth it. it. And because as you exactly. know, being a founder is no easy feat, right? <laughs> no, no, no. no. Um, and yeah. so I think you, you need to be driving to something that you care about and something that makes change and something that, you're, that you can be proud of, right? And now I'd love to know more about the, the intimacy serum, the fluid serum, which you were so kind to send to me. So thank you. Um, talk us about that. Yes. Um, so I guess a lot of people saw this as a bit of a pivot, right? It was like chest binder and then boom, intimacy serum. <laughs> Um, but it just came from customers, right? We, we did our little yeah. thing. We, we spoke to hundreds of customers uh, about lots of different products, lots of different, uh, what we call dimensions of wellness. And this is sort of in the trans or transcend, uh, dimension, which is essentially means intimacy, right? Tr- transcendence of self, um, yeah. that can be with a partner that can be alone, uh, can be spiritual. Um, and so we started thinking about, you know, how do we come back to our, body um and and what do we think about intimacy and and what are we missing in this in in these realms um and it was such a firstly a very educational for me conversation and a really beautiful conversation around this stuff um and we 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 started talking about lubricants um which i think yeah i'll openly say i think there's lots of beautiful amazing lubricants out there um and so i was quite surprised by the reaction of our customers because they said well we don't have a, a lubricant that that's good i said really i can give you 10 i'll i'll send them to you <laughs> um but then when we delved into the into the detail of that it was very specific things that our customers were 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 searching for which was essentially a really clean lubricant right 
if I'm going to put something on my body, I want it to be completely, especially on intimate areas of my body. I want it to be completely clean. Um, I want it to be non-irritable. Um, and, and, you know, the, 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 uh, the ingredient of CBD, uh, came to the table and we started talking a lot about that. And we, um, uh, researched a bunch and spoke to some really intelligent people, uh, that, that are experts in this space around what CBD can do to intimate areas. Um, uh, by the way, some really cool stuff, right. Increases blood flow, um, increases yeah. sensitivity, um, all of these things. And so when we talk about being able to come back home to the body and be being intimate with yourself or with a partner, um, that felt like a really important ingredient to have in our product. Um, and so once we identified that, I sort of openly went out to the team and said, look, can we create uh, uh, some sort of um, serum or, or lubricant that can be used in intimate areas that has CBD in it and and one other, you know, one other ingredient, maybe two other ingredients, but they are really, you know, um, really clean, really safe, and it's not going to irritate the skin in any way. And so we went off, we did a lot of research and the the results were that we could um so so we've ended up with the with the fluid serum it has a broad spectrum cbd in it and mct oil everything's organic um and and you can use it anywhere in the body yes intimate areas of course but absolutely anywhere um and and people are people are loving it so it's it's great oh it's so exciting and i would love to know if you can share um bearing in mind normally we record the podcast few months earlier and then it gets released a few months later so is there anything coming up in the pipeline that you can share or any wish list of products that you've seen your the community kind of request and ask for yes oh gosh um some things i cannot share but are coming <laughs> um <laughs> but i will say to be honest with you we have a list of maybe over a hundred product ideas, right? And they're, they're wow. not from individual. It's amazing. They're not, it's amazing. They're not from individual customers. We probably have 500 from individual customers, but we've we've grouped them into areas that people feel really passionate about. And so we go through those um, product ideas. And obviously from a business perspective, we need to know if it's viable and achievable. And also if we're the right people to do it, I think that uh, companies don't always think about that, right? Um, That's so true. If I have the capability to do it and the expertise to do it, or I can find the expertise, then we should do it. And if not, you know, we should put it out there into the ether and hope that someone else <laughs> picks it up. Um, but uh, yes, I, I don't know that I can share anything <laughs> right now. No, no. Um, you know, it's but more, more I will, a reason for everyone to follow. And, exactly, and to exactly. make sure they can check out. <laughs> exactly. And please, if anyone, you know, wants to join the community and throw in a product idea, we are so open to that and each one gets individually responded to and, and talked about um well, and what, really what's cool. the best way for people to do that yeah we have uh, we have a discord community that you can find through our website um and on our instagram um, and we chose uh we chose discord which might not be super familiar to to everybody i think it's seen as a bit of a uh crypto uh geek platform um which it is and, and that's sort of me a little bit too um but uh we chose it because it's anonymous Right. And I think it's important for our um, I mean, we make sure that we moderate safely, but I think it's important for our community to be able to, to, be able to speak really openly um, without the, the the risk of being you know, exposed in any way, especially when we're talking about really intimate things, the binder, you know, sexual experiences, <laughs> intimacy. Um, we started with a with a Facebook group, but that was tough because, you know, it's uh, 
we can see everybody's name, we can see everybody's face, um, we can track people, right? People can see what groups you're in. Um, and I just wanted to provide that layer of like security and an- an- anonymity for our um, for our customers. So, you know, the, the pandemic uh, has been, well, still is going. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a tough time for everyone. Um, just would love to know kind of you as Chloe, how has it been um, as a founder during this time have you found the being at home has been more productive to work and just getting things done? Or has it been, you know, a battle of different emotions? We'd love to know just how, you, how you've been dealing with it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I have a wife uh, who is amazing. Um, so I'm very lucky for that because, you know, uh, quarantine has been, uh, has been wonderful because I have company. Um, which is great. I think, and I wonder whether everyone else has gone through this. When we first had to be at home, so when I stopped being in the office and had to come home, I was like, wow, this is amazing. You know what I mean? I get to like, I roll out of bed, I have my coffee, I sit down on my laptop, like, and I, you know, there's no commute and it feels incredible. And then that like really wore off over time. <laughs> you know, um, I started to, to, to be like, it would be really nice to be able to chat to the team to go into an office to have a space especially now you know you can see there's boxes piled up behind me like boxes and boxes and boxes of binders it's like this is not sustainable and and is is messy right and for me um I need I think and I'm starting to learn this about myself I need a clean space right I need uh, I need organization to be able to really dive into what I'm doing and be focused and, and have intention around my work. Um, and so I'm starting to feel that messiness sort of creep into my head <laughs> over time. Um, and so uh, I'm trying to find ways to, to combat that, right? Um, yeah. But so I think it's been a little up and down, very grateful because I'm healthy and that is, you know, not everybody can say that. And the other really hard thing is that I, you know, all my family are in the UK, I have not been able to go and see them. And I know that you all are having a bit of a moment there at the moment with the right now, with COVID. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> exactly. And so I'm not sure when I'll be able to go. And so that's sad. And my partner's in the same boat. Um, she's Australian. All our family's there. We haven't been able to see them. And so there's a certain toll, especially, you know, when you hear of people getting really sick and, and dying, that, you know, there's a certain toll that that takes that you can't be close to your family, you know. No, I can. I'm. I'm really glad you have. You know, your 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 wife and you have each other because it can be very lonely. And I can, you know, from my own perspective, I live alone, so it can be tough, especially as a founder. And I do have, like yourself, a lot of boxes and all my work around me. And uh, when you're just, you know, surrounded by that and your own mind, it can be an amazing combination. It can also be a dangerous combination. So I think just listening to your own mindset every single day. And sometimes I'll literally just go for a walk and be like, Akash, this is it. Go for a walk. Get out of this space now. Clear your mind. Uh, And it's important. Um, It's a, yeah. No, but I I definitely, one thing that's really helped me is, is actually getting an office space now. Because I used to just consistently and be productive at the same time, but consistently work from my couch, from my bed. And now I just force myself to come to a kind of like a WeWork kind of social like co-working area with, with my team. Not every day, like one, two times a week, three times a week, but it really helps um, yeah. just to get that. Are all of you based in London? Uh, interestingly enough, so I have, I have like four companies, um, well, three main wow. ones. And I have for one of my, my agency, I have um, like 14, 15 employees all in London, but some are working from home 
fully and some are coming in the office here and there. And then for my Fable and Main brand, I have um, uh, some employees in New York, some employees in one in Spain, <laughs> some in, like, I've never met some of them. It's been really tough because all my businesses have been built during the pandemic. Um, but I went for the first time to USA uh, this last month uh, to New York and LA and got to see my products for the first time in store. And it gave me hope that travel is, is possible. So my biggest advice to you, Chloe, is when you get that chance and you know it's safe, Take it, Take it and come to London. <laughs> yeah. Take it. And then you get like, I'm so glad I went. And now I'm like, okay, thank God. I'm not going back again now to USA for maybe a while. Right. Like, at least until February, March. But um, yeah, take it if you get the chance. <laughs> so absolutely, absolutely. And I think I asked you where your, where your employees are based because I think that's something that's really shifted. When, when I first started this, I was like, everyone's going to be together, all going to be in New York, packing binder boxes. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. And then over time, I've, you know, I've, realize that well firstly there's a lot of talented people everywhere in the world which is and and, and that's opened the door to working with these people you know the, this experience yeah. and, and the pandemic um and so we've we've sort of doubled down that on that a little bit and we have employees everywhere which is really cool um amazing they add so many so much different experiences uh and bring them to the table which is really great and congratulations on all of your amazing success like you know it's oh, it's yeah. incredible incredible oh thank you well likewise we're, we're doing it together and that's the best part right it's 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 a journey it's uh up and down i call it the roller coaster journey but we're going we're going to the right places because we're 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 changing the industry and we're we're i would say changing it in the sense of we're catching up you know we're finally correcting something that should have been a long time ago in all our conversations so that's why i'm I, personally i was so excited for today's conversation because it's something that I've just been wanting people to hear and share and, and also it's, it's a lot different to the average beauty brand that you know which is great there's a space in the market for everything but I want more change and I'm so glad you're doing it Chloe I'm so glad thank you so much I really appreciate that so um, I want to get to some fire round questions but before it's kind of it's hard because when when you have limited skews this question isn't very relevant um, so normally I ask all my guests I say if you're going to take one product from your collection what would it be um, for you uh, you know, you can take both, so it's absolutely fine. But, um, <laughs> Thank you. So we'll, we'll, we'll skip that question, but I do have to say it because it's, everyone's used to this. Um, but um, I want to go straight to the fire round questions. So um, this is first question, first answers that come to your mind. So Great. I'll just get straight to it. First question. What's another, well, a beauty brand or a wellness brand that you're currently loving? Can I say Fable and Maine? and you should say great answer great answer let's move on wrap before you change your mind (laughs) Um, what's a guilty pleasure of yours oh my gosh family guy oh family you know it's such an odd thing that this is a show that when i grew up like simpson family guy didn't care for and as I got older I'm like I had so much respect for it it's like so and it's so important in your Actually downtime do you, like, <laughs> and do you sometimes just play it while you're doing your emails right or something you just yeah it's just like such a easy watch I'm like I I you know I laugh sometimes I doze sometimes just on in the background you know it's great amazing love it um well maybe this is the same answer but what are you currently watching or reading 
there. Um, oh my gosh, reading, which is maybe it's going to feel a bit random. I feel like founders should give a really insightful business book that they're reading. But I actually just finished reading um, Mariety. Um, okay. Is that... Like, it's something to do with Sherlock Holmes. No, no. yeah, it is. It is absolutely oh. something to do with Sherlock Holmes. Uh, it's yeah. it's uh, written by Anthony Horowitz. I love a murder mystery. Oh. It's really great. I love recommend it. <laughs> um, in terms of what am I watching? I mean, what is everyone watching? I'm watching Succession, which is awesome. Yes, um, and I'm I'm really into that. And and I'm catching up right now on the morning show. Um, yeah. Shout out to to Reese and Jennifer, killing it as always. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. I love that. I've just started Succession as well, and it's—I mean, it's amazing. So, no spoilers, but I'm very excited no for spoilers. the show. It looks yeah. really good. Um, what is your favorite social media platform right now? Can I say Discord? I don't even know if it's social yes. media, but 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 that, yeah, that's where absolutely. I spend all my time right now. Um, mm. And I think it's an up and coming one. Social media yes, aside, I think it's an up and coming community platform that it's going to be. Uh, that's going to be really important for, for lots of brands going forward. Oh, you're the f- only person who said that, and I think that's amazing because everyone says Instagram, TikTok, so Discord. I love that because it is it is up and coming, and I think it's it's very much now. These I like to look for platforms for the future, you know, that are right. more relevant. And Discord is a good one. Um, and last question is: If you weren't a founder, what would you be doing right now? Wow. Let's say, what would I love to be doing if not that? Yes. Can I stay in the? Doing? I'd love to stay in the entertainment space. I think it's very impactful. Yeah. Um, I'd probably be producing more. I think, and I'd be taking your know, underrepresented writers um, and 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 diverse writers and looking for their stories and then like putting it on a platform and and throwing it out there because I think other than creating brands that that make a change and make an impact. To, to bring those stories to the forefront and really, you know, and, and get them on everybody t- everybody's TV screens around the world is something that, that is so, so, so impactful. So that's what I'd focus on, I think. I had literally like goosebumps. You need to do it. Please do it. Like, <laughs> We're doing you, it you to, side hustle, to already, side hustle. Do it. <laughs> I, I believe in you. You're someone who can do a hundred things. So please do that because it's so needed. Please, please. Um, but maybe it's, you know, that's what for them is. For them is everything in a way. So you that's can right. do, you have, right. you, have, you have a platform to do all your, your, your desires and wishes. And I think we need that. So, you know, Chloe, it's been an absolute pleasure. Such an honor to speak to you. And, and thank you for sharing your story, your journey and all you're doing. And where can everyone find yourself and for them on social website? Yes. Stay in touch. Uh, yes, we're, um, we're on Instagram at for them. Um, you can also find me through there, but I'm Chloe Freeman on Instagram. Um, I always like to say the first E is a three because someone took my name. The more people I speak to, I'm like, who took my name? Can I have it? I don't know. Um, but but there's that. And if you join our Discord server, you can DM me. I'm super active on there. Um, I'm actually very easy to get hold of. So if, if you need me, I'm around. Oh, amazing. I'll put all the links um, in the bio so everyone can quickly just click it go to it and Chloe I hope to see you very soon well maybe in London yes maybe when you come here or when I come to you guys so yeah and we'll catch up in person thank you so much it's been an absolute pleasure see you soon I hope you enjoyed this episode of Founded Beauty as much as I had making it and if you did please share it with a friend who you think will love it too Founded Beauty is available on all podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music Podcasts, the Acast app, and many more. 
and I'm also very proud to be part of the ACAST Creator Network. So be sure to follow the podcast so you can get episodes as soon as they drop. We really appreciate every single follow, listen, share and review. It truly goes such a long way and helps us reach new listeners. So as a little thank you, I will be hosting a giveaway each week on my Instagram channel at meta underscore a, where you can win some amazing Fable of Maine goodies. All you have to do is follow me, check out my stories and all will be revealed. Stay tuned for the next episode of Founds Beauty and don't forget to subscribe and follow so you can be notified when it drops. Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast Fat Mascara here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beige Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O-L. L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldejanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off.